Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the Champions of Happy podcast, the podcast where I talk to my friends about what makes them happy, what makes them smile, and what brings them joy. Hi everyone, I hope you're doing well. I've got some semi-bad news. I've got COVID. Ugh been really boring thankfully I've had no real serious symptoms so yay for that I guess the vaccines and the boosters are doing their bit this episode will come out on the last day of my isolation and I can't tell you how much I'm looking forward to getting out of this flat but you know that's enough about me you're here for the podcast and the guests speaking of guests I'm joined by Daniel he is an author and nutritionist he's just written a book called Naked Nutrition an LGBTQ guide to diet and lifestyle now when I first came across this book my instinct was why does the LGBTQ plus community need a book on nutrition of their own? And this podcast goes exactly into that. It's a very simple answer. Our community does have areas which aren't really given enough attention or knowledge to, or just even like just just thought really. And just reading through the different chapters of the book, you do explore these different parts of our community where people do need a bit more education, a bit more knowledge, because it isn't necessarily readily available. And this book isn't such a strict book about do this, do that. It's more of a giving you insight, giving you education, and giving you a starting point if you really want to take your nutrition and go somewhere with it. The book's a really lovely read as well. It's very light, and it feels like Daniel's there with you while you're reading it. It was lovely having Daniel on. His dog joined us for a little bit of the podcast as well, which I really enjoyed. I love a dog. Anyway, I'll stop bambling on. I'll let you get on with the episode. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the podcast, Daniel. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Good morning. It's quite early. I don't normally do podcasts in the morning. So thank you for getting up and doing this with me. Have I got you out of bed, have I? <laughs> I mean, it gets me out of bed, which is probably a good thing, because otherwise I'll just stay in bed until I have to actually start work. So thank you for joining me on this lovely foggy Tuesday. So Daniel O'Hennessy. Hennessy? O'Shaughnessy. O'Shaughnessy. I've messed it up already. Bloody hell. It's quite funny. Daniel O'Shaughnessy. <laughs> See, you're my second author now on the podcast, and people are going to start to think this is a high-cultured, smart, academic podcast. I can guarantee you now, and I can't pronounce the surname on my guest, it's not. So let me properly introduce you then. You are an award-winning nutritionist and certified functioning medicine practitioner. You're a podcaster in your own right with your own podcast, Naked Nutrition, the LGBTQ plus health podcast. And now, obviously, you're an author with your book, Naked Nutrition. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Did I miss anything there? Is no, I right? think you got a lot of information there. Yeah, probably more than I would remember. So it's it's, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's really handy when a guest has their own website and a book where it's all written down for you. Yeah. And you can like, oh, I can just read this. That's great. Skim through it. it goes, It goes better, you know. So 
yeah, it's been quite exciting the last couple week or so. So yes, because the book came out last Thursday. Thursday, ah, yeah, I saw it. I was walking past um, Gaze the Word, and I saw it there. And I was like, ah, I'd already pre-ordered it from um, Waterstones, and I was like, oh, I could have bought it here and then. Ah, so okay. So lovely. Oh, you got it. Cool. Because it's. Um, oh yeah. I woke up at six fifteen in the morning, like a kid on Christmas Day, thinking, <gasps> and I went on. I wanted to go into Waterstones or wherever bookshop it was near me thinking oh i'll take my mum down there and it's like you know this is it and it was out everywhere so oh that's amazing there's no, no copies in london and i my message the uh, publisher and they took six hours to get back to me meanwhile i'm scouring like you know how to get a copy of this or because i had some copies but i wanted to see it and the publisher come back after six hours going look i'm really sorry for the delay we've been trying to see what's going on but it looks like it's been sold out everywhere all the all the, all the quota so it's really good in that respect but launched a mm. bit of an anticlimax for me because i wanted to oh. so it's, it's i'm really pleased at the fact that people are wanting it and buying it but um yeah hopefully there's more stock coming in like next couple of weeks so but the kindle oh, is available at the moment so oh, of course so people can always read it on the kindle so how i'm going to ask a really really basic question now what is a nutritionist so there's different types of nutritionists and we all kind of argue with each other and I stay out of the arguments. So <clears throat> there's nutritionists that work, work with companies. There's, there's dietitians that might work in hospitals and work with uh, in GP surgeries. And then there's nutritional therapists, which what I am, and they work along the uh, functional medicine uh, route, which looks at um, underlying causes of disease, if that makes sense. So the one, an example is, I won't just see someone for um, like weight loss or muscle gain or something like that. I will look at someone and they'll come to me with digestive problems, skin health problems, fatigue. There is weight loss in it. But what I'll do is I'll do a comprehensive evaluation of their health and try to find the root cause of what's going on. So, for example, a digestive issue, I'm not going to just give you some fiber supplement or tell you to eat more fiber because that might not be the, the the real reason why you have why you what you the real support you actually need so digestive symptoms for example can be quite a wide range of issues going on um like irritable bowel syndrome actually is just a collection of symptoms so you've what my job is to unpick that and try to find out what would be the actual main real cause of that so that's just one example anyway okay that makes sense yeah i thought we'd have a Nice general understanding of it before we actually get into this. I, I, I was a bit nervous about this episode just because this is a subject I know little to nothing about and I can make jokes only so far. <laughs> um, so before we, we are going to dive into the book and your history and your, your training and everything about you and to get to know you a bit better. But we do start the podcast with a segment called Happy Moment, where the guest shares a story, fact, short anecdote or memory uh, which makes them happy and can bring a smile to the guests uh, would you like to share your happy moment with us my happy moment probably was when I got my dog it's my oh. it's my little dash and um it was it was it was typically a lockdown puppy as per se but it was more like I now can work from home permanently I can get a dog now so but she's brought a lot of joy and happiness into my life so Oh. And what, so, what's the dog called again? Sorry, Wallace. Wallace. Oh, we, my, me, and my partner, we are desperate for a dog, 
And I now work from home. So I said, well, now's the perfect time to get one. Exactly. But I think he was a bit scared because I'd be around all the time. It would love me more than him. So I mean, to wait. Like that probably and... happens. That about happened. That can happen. So, <laughs> And I'm okay with that. Um, so he's here now. <laughs> oh, viewers, you can't see him right now, but he's the smallest creature's little hello. Uh, but he's on your Instagram, and I, I've seen a number of videos of him there, and yeah. he's adorable. So I can he's see why he's got at the more TikTok followers. I did it by accident. I put like a jokey TikTok on, and it went viral. And no one cares about me anymore or nutrition. They just care about the dog. And every time I post a nutrition segment or some video or post, they're like, "Yeah, where's Wallace?" And I'm like, "Oh." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I get the book and I use Wallace as marketing, like most of these yeah. companies do. You have to. You're poster boy. Animal poster dog. Yeah, exactly. I mean, is there room for a dog nutritionist, nutritional book out there? I wouldn't want to deal with dog owners. Oh my God, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> They're precious babies. I mean, no. it's just like, I, I just, I, I think I'll leave that to someone else. So I think I'll stick with humans for now. I imagine does your dog does your dog have like a an amazing diet then? Uh, is he spoiled? I no. Well, she is spoiled. She is very spoiled. But oh, she. So I've been saying he. Yeah. Uh, Wallace is in Wallace Simpson. So ah, um, she she does have a good diet, a very good diet. But my mother spoils her, and that's <laughs> why she gets. Uh, she thinks that dinner time is her time too, as well as her meal time. So yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, if they're all involved, it's, you know, so yeah, life is revolved around. So if you're, if you're a gay man and your mother is at you to have children, get a dog <sighs> because that becomes the child and then you're stressed. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> amazing. So where, where are you based on? Are you London or are you elsewhere? In the UK? I'm in central London, just uh, ah. like a stone throw from Westminster, actually. So I wasn't invited to any parties over lockdown, unfortunately. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. <laughs> what? Um, have you, are you London born and bred? No, I'm originally from Windsor. Oh, okay, right. Are you? Nice. I originally from Manchester, but okay. not a lot of people hear that in my voice. Okay. Here, it's London seven, eight years now, give or take. Okay. Um, but yes, back to. Thank you for sharing your happy moments with your lovely cute dog and go everyone go follow the dog on Instagram and TikTok now uh, as well as the book obviously. Um so back to the facts. So I'm I'm pretty much educating myself a bit now on this because I I've, I've been reading through the book and I've been learning various things um things I didn't even know which is educational and the point of the book. Um so can you please tell us how did you train and how did you become what you are today? What is the process? So um I I explain I the whole process was probably my whole career because I've worked with people all my um, career, all my adult life. I originally, I was one of those kids that went to uni not knowing what they wanted to do and just picked to, you know, just did the random, like, all well, that looks good course, let's go to uni and party for three years. So uh-huh. I did that and ended up doing criminal justice and law, which uh-huh. um, it didn't give me any... Um, wasn't enough, wasn't validating enough for me, but it pushed me into working in the drug addiction sector. So I worked as a drug counselor for about seven years. So I had my own health issues and that fueled my interest in nutrition, but I also saw the impact when I was getting more interested in in nutrition and how a healthy diet can actually help others and 
you know, just give them a bit better quality of life for people coming in and, and seeing me and teaching them about, you know, basics of healthy eating. Uh, so that fueled my interest and that pushed me to study nutritional therapy at the Institute for Optimum Nutrition. And I've now been a nutritionist for 10 years. And yeah, so this is my, I've always wanted to write a book and this is kind of like now like the um, highlight of my career now. So I feel like I've, yes, I've done it. And now I will be happy in retirement if it, <laughs> I'm too young to retire, but that's it in a, in a nutshell. But um, I've worked with clients for 10 years. I've won retreats. So I've, I've worked with companies, designed supplements, this kind. So you're always doing something. It's a very varied job. Um, mm-hmm. But what pushed me into the LGBTQ plus community was, of course, I identify as a gay man myself, but I just saw this, there was n- such a, I had this knowledge and I was thinking there's, there's a massive market available for, for this and people need this help. Even if it's so simple as like, you know, how to help prepare for sex or something like that. But I was actually on, a, in 2019, I went on a, my first gay cruise and I was just like, the interesting part of that was that you were in the majority for the first time in your life. And there were people from all walks of life there. There wasn't just party goers. It was, you know, there were old couples going for dinner. And, and so it was a complete mix of um, the community. And everyone kept asking me, how do I recover from this this week? And, I, and when I said I was a nutritionist, and I just used to say, yeah, well, just drink plenty of water, get sleep, um, and try to eat really well afterwards, etc. And try not to have a day off exactly you know and then it just hit me I was like why is there not a resource that people can look at for the whole LGBTQ plus community on topics that are relevant to us and that's when that I got um it made me think I need to write a book on this and there's no resource out there for uh, most gay health uh publications if it's magazines or a blog all focus on um, all focus on uh, muscle gain, fitness, weight loss, and they have this. You know, the, the the typical. It used to be more of the case of like you know the magazines used to have like a ripped, chiselled six pack on the front cover. They weren't catering for the trans community, lesbians, or the wider community about other issues. Nowadays, there's more of a um, more of a um, more out there for sex and particularly preparing for anal sex bottoming and things like that. But I was like, well, there's so much more information you can, you can take from this and provide. So that's why what led me to create the book. And um, it was quite interesting that I went to a couple of publishers to, to some traditional publishers. Some were like, no, what this is, this is not, um, um, that's not what I kind of, not not interested in and some were like oh, it's interesting but i want you to focus on this particularly right and i was Rather like, than... I, I was like well i don't want a book that's censored i don't want a book that's i want a book that's written from me from the heart and that's why i um that's exactly why i did that i did so i went to a publisher and they're actually a crowdfunding publisher and so the yeah. idea of that was you get the book sold before you um before you'd be able to get it published. So there's no stress either side to sell copies. I mean, and then... So is that like a Kickstarter kind of setup? Yes. So pretty much that. And what happens is that um, once you fund the book to be made, 
um, then it, what it will do, it, they'll put, they'll, that's it then paid for. And then they'll, they'll publish it and you can actually write how you want to write. You of course get the expert editing and things like that. But for me, it was important to have that mo model because I wanted to write a piece that's really true to the gay community or the LGBTQ plus community. So I want, I didn't want to have any taboo subjects. Um, but I want, I wanted to have a inclusive, uh, inclusive topic. So it wasn't, wasn't being censored at all, if that makes sense. No, totally. And it's, it's lovely how it's come from people who you've put it out there and people have actually, you, you can straight away see people want it as well. Otherwise it wouldn't have been yeah. made essentially so it's nice that you've got that backing from the get-go yeah it was great I had a lot of support and I think particularly a lot of people said to me this needs this is books never been done it needs to be out there I had some backlash initially when they weren't that educated and saying oh you know you just want to get this famous from this and I was like if I was getting famous I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily write <laughs> try and write a whole you know 300 page book I'll try and do another way but um and then um but yeah it was it's been really well received and I'm, I'm really happy with what's you know I think it's nice and I'm really happy with how things have been going on. Good. Have you been on a cruise since? Um, just before COVID. I, went, I don't think I'm going to go again until it's it's ready. It's, it's kind yeah. of a bit more. Uh, I just want easy traveling, you know. I, I've never been on a gay cruise, but I, I imagine it's, is it party, party, party all the time? Or is it depending on the gay cruise? You have the options of it. I, there was just one last week, apparently. And... It looked quite party party, but from the video, you can also like. I have friends that I go um, from Canada, and you know they go for nice dinners in the evening, and they go to see cabaret or salsa or whatever they want to do. Yeah. So it's if whatever you want, it's there. And the good thing okay. about it is that I think the most important thing is that for once in your life, you feel like you're in the majority. And but one thing I do say in it is like you know, there's a lot of information in this book and not to get completely overwhelmed by it and it's a I, I look at it like a like a reference book to come in and out of and just to people to say well you know take one or two changes out of it and then apply them and then come back to it as you need to mm. I do I, and I, I agree with you on the um reading the book it doesn't feel like a strict do this do this do this it feels very much of a take things at your own pace Mm. and adjust things that you need to and it's, it feels very reading it it feels very friendly as well it has a real nice warmth to it yeah and I think I think my experience of being a nutritionist for 10 years I've learned from my clients what works and what doesn't and if you give I always say to my clients initially look I can give you a full program but it depends whether you're going to do it or not and that's mm. the you know and then, they, and then we, we have the conversation at the start of it say they want a full program and at the end of it they go I go well are you going to do this for three weeks before I, you know, until I speak to you next and they go well I've got this coming up and I've got this and I'm not sure about this so I go well let's just do some loose rules and it works really well so that's what how does it work with your clients Does it, is it an in-person thing is a, a an email thing how's, how's it generally work well, with the people you COVID, work with? I've done everything online so it's um it's now uh, like all on Zoom and I'm actually like trying to limit, my clinics are quite a bit uh, full at the moment. So I'm limiting uh, the amount of clinic work I'm doing just to try and focus on the book more. Um, but usually it's like a, it, they'll, they'll do it online because I don't need to do any touching of people. So it's easy for me to, before COVID I was in Harley Street and it was quite a, it was a very formal atmosphere and I found that it, it, it 
it wasn't giving me the best either way from the clients and also me. So I think actually online and people are a lot more relaxed as well. So hmm. now the tagline to the book is an LGBTQ plus guide to diet and lifestyle. Are generally most of your clients part of the community? Is it just a coincidence? Is it just how it's come to be? Um, or do you have a mix of, of it? Clients? So I do have a lot of clients in the community in the community coming to see me because they just probably feel comfortable with speaking to a you know a, a member of the community who's nutritionist. But they might come to sure. me for a particular reason, whether it's um, HIV nutrition, transgender nutrition, for example, or they might come to me to discuss a topic which is impacting their lifestyle so they might come to me for digestion but feel more comfortable talking to a someone of the community who understands why digestion is important for example a gay man you know yeah um so there's two aspects of it uh i do have um heterosexual clients i i don't um i, I don't discriminate <laughs> I'm, I'm quite an inclusive nutritionist but i feel that i am able to I think people relax a lot more with me and understand and let and then feel free to tell me that like for example they might party or you know they're thinking of um trying whatever or you know for example also another thing is um uh i've i myself have been to doctors and i've told them that i take prep medication to prevent hiv and they assume that i've got hiv seriously yeah and I, i'm like so that's just, it makes it, it's a bit of a bugbear and it makes me like, oh, you know, can't we just, um, I want this also, this book to also educate the medical professionals mm. a bit. And I think a lot of nutritionists have picked this book up as well and gone, right, wow, this is what, um, this is good. I imagine pretty 99% of my audience will know what PrEP is, but for those who don't, would you mind just briefly explaining what PrEP is? So PrEP is a medication. Uh, it's pre-exposure prophylaxis medication and what that means is that people will take it um usually on a daily basis which is given out free on the nhs um to prevent hiv it's a form of safe sex in a way so it um it's 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 revolutionized the gay world really so particularly particularly gay world so it it's um and i think hiv infections have plummeted from the use of it there's quite minimal side effects associated with it. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's a very um, progressive medicine. See, this podcast isn't all fluff and rainbows. It's science and facts and important stuff. So the book starts, and I love the line, how you, you have a little line at the start of the book where it says, to every rejected kid who doesn't quite know their worth yet, it gets better, I promise. And I think that was just so sweet and lovely. Yeah, I think I've put that in as like a... Um, it, it it resonated to me because I was one of those rejected kids and I, I took a long time for me to learn self-love and to be accepted and understand. And I think that was particularly, it was a hard journey for me. And I really see that there are many members of the LGBTQ plus community who just don't feel accepted walking around in this confused state Um in this heteronormative lifestyle, as much as we have equality and inclusion now, it's just to still that those daily microaggressions, micro stresses that just make us feel a little bit less than others. And, um, mm. you know, some might be particularly rejected from their families, friends, 
and in different countries, of course, it's completely illegal to be gay. So that was my dedication, and that's why. That's lovely. I don't want to give the whole book away because you know people should go buy it and read it themselves. But you do mention how your mum was she a weight loss coach? Have I got that right, or yes. something else? She was actually no, I, yeah. a weight watcher. Get me retaining knowledge. Yeah, she was probably my like. Um, I used to always look at her as like my role model, and she um, was she had her own struggles with my father, and um, but she was a weight watcher leader, and that was both good and bad because it educated me on what the basics of diet from very young but I did start when obviously I was going through this whole rejection and not feeling myself so I started I started having not being comfortable with my body I was you know overweight I was gay I was ginger I am ginger and at school that neither of those were accepted so it was a bit of a combo and I was just walking around in this confused state and so I just used food as a tool to 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 kind of try and help myself feel better but it was it sometimes turned into a bit of a um a bit of an eating disorder in terms of binge eating and then restricting so that's you know it, I, that's what my experience of it was i actually um kind of wanted to be ginger when i was younger i always thought it stood out and looked really cool yeah, and i still do <laughs> actually and i yeah well, I, I, I love it now i i, I never I, I remember once i diet tried to diet with like dark mousse and it just looked horrendous i know what you know uh, so it was those days you know but we'll go through those dying moments where you really shouldn't bleach your hair white um so how long how you, were you working on the book then how long is it when, when did it start the, the idea of popping into your brain to completion 2019 until oh, okay now so it's i i think i it's been about a year in editing so it's it's the when you've when you've written the book it then takes a probably a quite a, that's not the um that's not the end of it that's really the beginning of it mm-hmm. what happens there is then all the editing it goes through goes through someone to make sure it's in context then it goes through the spelling and then it goes through about three or four editors before it's actually ready to go and i had some really amazing feedback and i, I thank my publisher a lot for that because they made me open my eyes and think about more of the wider community even more than i what was initially so i was quite happy with that and the cover art is, as well is, is beautiful the rainbow yeah. in a bowl it's lovely the rainbow flag yeah. pride flag yeah. it's lovely oh the dog's behind you yeah she wants the ball <laughs> in my pocket i can i guess she's angry <laughs> oh play with me I'm look at me so <laughs> uh if only people could see um so i guess I'll be honest, I'll be honest. I mean, we've kind of touched on this already a little bit, but when I first came across your Instagram page and saw you were writing this book and I saw it was an LGBTQ plus book uh, about nutrition, my brain did automatically think, why do we, why does this, our community particularly need a book about nutrition? Surely it's the same for everyone. But then having read more about what it was about and the, the chapters it all covers, I mean, just to run through some of the chapters, you, you talk about sex, transgender, nutrition, HIV, Black Tuesday, which I did not know was a term which was new to me um mental health and fertility nutrition within the our community it, it does make sense to have this book because there are so many needs within our community that aren't spoken about and as you've mentioned before that aren't approached and touched on so it was it's a really handy useful go-to book to dip into and i also like how you mentioned how while not every single chapter might necessarily be relevant to you it's still good to have an understanding and a respectful knowledge of other people's circumstances Absolutely. And I just just really enjoyed reading. I, I'm not much of a reader, 
Mm. So I, I found this quite an easy book to read and just like, oh, I feel like you're there with me in a way. I'm good. No, no, that's really good. No, I have a, um, a friend of mine who's, who's read it and he said he's dyslexic and he said, I usually find books really hard to read and he's really happy that this is quite easy. That's my intention. I'm not here to bamboozle you with long science words or whatever it is. But mm. you know, there are the chapters lined out, as you just said, um, which have specific targeted support for whatever um, interest it is or concern. There also is a foundation chapter. And I always stress, no matter what area of uh, interest you have, you need to get the foundations right. And I put the foundations in because, yes, the information's out everywhere, but it can be confusing. But is it also tailored? So, you know, and, and I think it's um, it's good to have the, the a reference guide to go in and out of it. And even, as I said before, if it's overwhelming, just take bits and pieces out of it as you need to at a time. I don't expect you to completely, you know, become perfect. I'm not perfect. I love a burger. You know, I'm not. Uh, my, one of my questions was going to be, and I, I, I feel it says a lot about a person. And it's a really random question. What's your favorite kind of takeaway? Oh, I love Thai food. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's Thai takeaway. That's my, I would choose that. Um, I mean, I'm not, I think because I had some uh, slight orthexia nervosa, so like obsession with kind of eating healthy and binge eating and things like that, I think I now completely reject the diet culture. And I, I still have to self-soothe when I, you know, um, and I can still fall into, into bad patterns of, of, I'm not, I'm not perfect because I'm a nutritionist, but I'm aware of how food makes me feel. And I know how to f make uh, pair food together to make it, you know, so I'm not going to be craving or I'm not going to be going hungry or I'm going to have um, sustained, sustained energy levels and et cetera. I know what's good for me and I know what's not, but I also have that saying, it's better to eat a burger happy than a salad sad. Oh, that's nice. I mean, I don't know really what the takeaway question really says about a person. I just like saying it. Uh, it makes me fan a bit more deep. Um, <laughs> so I, I, do you like cooking? Are you much of a chef yourself? I can. Um, I am a bit more like if I love cooking, it really relaxes me. But I'm a bit won't cook because I'm busy or I've got things to do. But or I've, you know, so I, I don't necessarily I, when I, when I have if you see me post a, a recipe or something on my Instagram, then you know I've had a nice relaxing day and I've, I've you know, had time to do that. But yeah. I, um, I know what I, I have my routine and things like that. I did, there was times when I was writing the book, I, I got a meal prep delivery service in and I didn't like it at all because I just didn't feel like I was eating real food, even though it was right. classed as healthy food. So I like to cook from scratch. I love most food. I like any, anything. So. I'm trying really hard at the moment to cook more because I don't do any. I just leave it to the boyfriend to do, and I feel really bad. So I'm trying really hard. He's vegetarian, so I'm having to like learn how to cook vegetables because I'm more of a meat eater myself. So I'm like, oh, how can I make this salad more interesting again? I had a, ingredients. It's, it's great salad recipe books, and that's the thing as well with my book. It's not a recipe book, and I know some people will want a recipe book from it, but you know, I can't give everything in the initial stage. Uh, mm -hmm. but um, I think it's important to get like the knowledge there first before we go cook these recipes. What's the plan? Is there to be, uh, Will we writing more books to follow after this one? I have some ideas. I don't want to, um, I don't want to uh, put, um, 
sorry, my vacuum came on. <laughs> I don't want to um, I put my eggs in one basket just yet or count my chickens before, you know, because I might not be offered another book deal. I would love to write another book on a follow-up of this all around um, self-love and acceptance yeah. and working on that from a more practical level. And because I've been through a lot in my time and maybe the recipe book will come from it, but it doesn't, it, it's, it depends on the demand, I think. That makes sense. That's fair. What would you say is the biggest misconception about nutritionism? Nutritionism. Nutritionism. Not, um, not a it, word, is it? I don't know. No, maybe it's a good word. Um, misconceptions. I think that it's all or nothing is the misconception that you have to completely change. Like, you know, the whole I'll start Monday on my diet kind of thing. And I don't really, I think is the misconception that you have to completely change your lifestyle and you're never going to be able to have, um, or you have to make it com complicated and it can be quite simple. And I think there's so many ways you can make something healthier and that it, the misconception also is that it's all about weight loss and helping or, um, and I think there's, there's a lot more around, you know, preventing health conditions or actually supporting your, how your mood and, and how you feel. And, and, and so I think nutrition has a, nutrition is one of the pillars. I think there's nutrition and lifestyle. They all, and also stress is quite a big thing that we all encounter. If we didn't have stress, we would all eat healthy naturally. Uh. I wish. Stress <laughs> no, is the biggest killer in, in 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 life, and I do talk about that in the book. And and what you know in, in stress, if you, you know to summarize stress very quickly, in we have the same physiological response to stress. How someone who is you know an animal cat being chased by a dog, for example, or a zebra being chased by a lion, but the problem is we now perceive stress. We can think about family, friends, finances, job, et cetera, and have the same response. So we just, it starts adding up. And particularly in our community, we have this, there's research to show that we have this like altered stress response because we've all had this rejection and, and stress going through, through our childhood. So we have these micro stresses that are, you know, we just have, we're more sensitive to stress than, than, than heterosexual people. So it's, it's really interesting to read that and, um, because we've had this, we've, we've always faced some sort of stress, whether it's either having to come out or being accepted or fitting in or trying to look straight or whatever it is. It's, it's, um, it's, it has changed our physiology. So. Gosh, I know I'd never, never thought of it that way. Gosh, I'm going to have a long look in the mirror now. I'm a good little think to myself. <laughs> oh. So it's, it's doing stuff to, I think nutrition goes one way, but then it's doing stuff to unwind and because you're in the stressful state you can get addicted to the stressful state and think that's all you know and when you start to relax you think it's not it, you think it's unfam unfamiliar so you don't really go towards or you feel guilty when you're relaxing so you know simple things like going for a walk taking time away from your phone and electronics you know things like that to really or doing something really creative we're such a creative community and i think if we start you know we, we, we play play with that a bit more, we'll be a little bit less stressed. So, yes, I like that. I like that a lot. What would you say, is, what do you enjoy the most about what you do? I love helping people. I think so. I think that's my main, that's what I was put on this earth to do. I was put here to help. And 
I don't want anything from it. I just really want to see if, even if I can just help someone 10%, 20 percent. Um, my friends annoy get all get annoyed with me because I'm always trying to help them in some way. And, <laughs> but it's just my nature, and I think it's um, I think my aim with the book is to just give some like members of our community just that little bit of aid to just make themselves love it, love themselves a bit better. And we all could do with that. And we all need to practice that every day. And even, you know, um, parents of LGBTQ plus individuals, just to see what, what goes on in our community and to help their, you know, if their kid is transgender, for example, what they can do to help them and not make it all about them. And, you know, <laughs> not make it all about the parent and you know, how to support mm-hmm. their child who's, and even if it's just giving them, you know, helping them with a healthy diet or being there to listen or, you know, all of this. Because I think, you know, the parents of sometimes go through a bit um, ignorant and blind and not um, confused because they don't understand and they can't empathize. So that's my aim was also with the book. With your clients, when you um, sit them down, you help them in whatever way you do. I'm sure everyone has a different way of um, changing or improving. Do, do you, can you see a very obvious difference from the start to the finish? Um, yeah, I, would, I know. It would be, I think when a client really commits, I do have clients that just like the idea of nutrition and then they're too busy to actually commit. So when they're actually ready and they do chain and then I, and when also when they reject like diets and, and being very strict, you do see a huge change. And you, when you give someone, when they're more empowered, you do see the, a different view of them. And it's not just about weight loss. It could be digestion. It could be helping with their stress. I work on 360 um, angle. You know, um, I'm, I work on the whole view of it holistically. So it's like I will, I think when, you, when I'm with someone long enough and I have some longstanding clients, I've seen a complete change in them. But it's not all me. It's them doing the work and them learning how and you know so i don't take credit for what i do it's 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 more them and they're stepping up and taking responsibility i think that because i can just give the information it just you know they can google the information it's how they actually apply it to their life Mm. it's actually doing something with it so you could help me actually what do i cook my vegetarian boyfriend for dinner tonight oh god um (laughs) what would i cook well, I, I guess it's like, you know, it depends if he eats cheese or not. That's the... He loves cheese. Loves cheese. So, um, or, I mean, tofu is quite a nice protein, isn't it, for vegetarians? We're not a tofu family. Not a tofu family. I'm not a fan no. of corn. I don't think... I. But my, He's not. My problem with vegetarian and veganism is that there's so many um, fake meat options, which are just vegan junk food. And that's so. If you think of that, about things, well, I mean, what about a nice dal, lentil dal? That'd be nice. Ooh, I could do a lentil dal. He likes that. Oh, might do that then. There you go. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you've helped me to. And I did, uh, thank you for my uh, free nutrition session. Um. So we are coming to the end of the podcast. How do we find the book? And where would we find the book when we can find the book? Well, it's all on. It's on Amazon. It's on Waterstones. But there is a bit of a delay because we sold out initially. 
So there's the Kindle version available at the moment, but it is, um, it's on most bookstores. Just ask your, maybe look at your local bookstore and see, you know, if there's a, um, a local, maybe LGBTQ plus bookstore and see if they'll save you a copy. There are some book copies floating about, but in two weeks it should be fully stocked everywhere. So you can just put the book title, Naked Nutrition, an LGBT guide, or put my name in it, Daniel O'Shaughnessy. It will come up on um, Google. Uh, it's being released in the US in May. Um, but my website, if you're still not sure, is thenakednutritionist.co.uk. And my Instagram is thenakednutritionist. So find me. One all. question I meant to ask at the very start, where did the name Naked Nutritionist come from? Um, so I, it just came to me in a lecture once and I thought I wanted to, uh, it wanted it to be more like, you know, nutrition that's stripped back back to the basics unprocessed whole um i have had a couple of clients thinking i'm going to be naked and <laughs> along the way and i think they get um no but that's not ever but i think more and more now people are understanding what it actually really means so is that the the title on your um i don't know if you are but if you're on any dating apps is that your handle no <laughs> i don't, I don't think I have a title on those so Imagine. <laughs> no, I think that would give the wrong impression. Business and work separate. But you know what they do do on dating apps? Oh, I love your dog. When they, I'm like, what really? Come on. <laughs> I'm here too. I know. So I'm. I'm I mean, it happy. must be a great conversation starter, though. Yes. Now come. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the second. I'll take the backstage of the deal. Was it? take um second place i'm happy with that the dog can take the first it's fine <laughs> well daniel thank you so much for joining me and um, again the, the book is naked nutrition an lgbtq plus guide to diet and lifestyle available i mean to, we're recording on the 25th january so by the time this actually comes out it'll probably be back out and restock and like i say amazon waterstones and all your local good lgbtq plus bookstores thank you so much uh, daniel i know you can you please just plug your socials again for us uh, my Instagram is at the Naked Nutritionist, and my website is thenakednutritionist.co.uk. So, if you want to find out more about Daniel and all his work, and uh, maybe if you want to find his services, you can go there and uh, drop a me- message. But Daniel, thank you again for um, thank you for the book, firstly, because it is amazing. So, thank, thank you for you. that. Thank you for being on the podcast, uh, and we'll be in touch soon. I'm sure. Lovely. Thanks so much. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 